What's good? You already know who it is, and if you don't know who it is, it's your man Leon Benson, aka Leon Genesis, aka your mom's favorite personal trainer, aka Let's Get It, aka Let's Work, aka Always Working, aka Theatrice Thompson in the building. What it do? We back at it again, man. This is episode 97, season 3 of the Passion Purpose Perspective podcast by yours truly. We out here, we working, baby. Man, it's April 25th, 2022. It's Money Making Monday, it's Monday Motivation, it's Musical Monday. You know what it is, top of the week, man. Um, Hopefully you guys are getting getting things done. Getting things done, man. Checking things off of the list, man. Um, so anyway, last episode, uh, I broke down six of my favorite movements in terms of weight training. So you can go back into the feed and look at episode 96 if you missed that episode. Um, I also talked about just some of the basics in terms of uh, the stock market, what stocks are, um, how shares get authorized and what authorized shares even mean um, as an investor. We also broke down just what is currently happening in the markets and how it affects everybody um, in terms of businesses and in terms of institutional investors and in terms of retail investors. Um, so today, this is going to be a short one, but I briefly want to touch on just fitness overall and just how to how to go about programming your routine, man. In fitness, you got to have consistency. You got to have a routine. You got to have a game plan. You know, you got to have a system in place. Um, you can't just willy nilly your way to a six pack or you can't just willy nilly your way to, you know, losing body fat or building muscle. You really need to come up with a plan of attack. How are you going to go about accomplishing your fitness and nutritional goals? Um, so, yeah, it could be as simple as, you know, studying or finding some articles online or reading through some some books on fitness or even finding athletes via YouTube or just the internet in general. You can find fitness influencers on Instagram. But even then, you still need to really do your research to see, like, who is the real deal? Who's an influencer and who is actually, like, a legit trainer or somebody who's going to give you a realistic approach to things? Um, because as you guys know, Instagram is just, yeah, that's like. It's all about perfection on Instagram for a lot of people, for a lot of accounts, man. They post their very best and that's it. Um, some people post their worst and their best, but it's never, it's just a snapshot. It's never what it really is. So in terms of trying to find like um, just legit programming, I would say just you could you could read through actual fitness uh, material. Like you can look at, uh, the International uh, S Sports Academy, um, what is it, ISSA, International Sports and Science Association. 
You could buy one of their books and look at the actual breakdown of what it means to be a personal trainer and also how trainers need to assess clients and create programming for them. Or you can look at um, NASM, which is the National Academy of Sports Medicine. They actually have a book on personal training, but you can also find different types of exercises in their publications. And you can look at the breakdown of how your body processes different types of, you know, foods in terms of carbs, fats, proteins, etc. You can look at the tempo in terms of how you should be moving, going through movements, how long you should take to do um, each set when you're performing, you know, weight training exercises in the gym or whether you're doing body weight exercises. It breaks down the science behind what's happening in your body when you are exercising. And then, of course, it breaks down some of the nutritional aspects. But yeah, like you got to find sources that are legit and you got to be able to 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 cut out the BS. You know, what's real, what's fake, because, yeah, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of influencers out there. There's a lot of people that are just doing it for clout. There's a lot of people that are just doing it for money or whatever. That's cool. Make your living. But, you know, give out legitimate information. Don't just be, you know. People make it seem like it's it's genetics only or it's magical or it's, you know, or that you have to be, you know, super massive or you got to be super duper strong and lift ungodly amounts of weight or, you know, that you got to just eat whatever, you know, luckily there's guys out there like Greg Doucette, you know, that's another person to follow. He is probably he probably has some of the best fitness content out there in terms of just building a solid base, especially on the nutritional side. But, yeah, man, create a whole program, create a system. You know, what are your fitness goals? Do you want to build more muscle? Do you want to have more endurance? Do you want to be more flexible? Do you want to be more agile and have more agility, speed and quickness? Um, Do you just want to? Build your confidence overall in terms of like just when you walk into a room, you know, having your head high and shoulders held back. Um, or is it or maybe you were bullied in school or maybe you're bullied at work and, you know, you're trying to find a way to just channel some of that frustration and energy um, by lifting weights or joining boxing or joining MMA um, or just cleaning up your diet in general, whatever the case may be, you know try to figure out like what your body type is and what programming you need in order to reach whatever goals you're trying to reach. But yeah, make sure you you check, double check your sources in terms of just what information people are giving and and also testing out different types of programming because it's not going to just be the first program that you try is going to work. You might have to go through a couple of different types of, you know, fitness programs or a bunch of different nutritional programs to see what works for you. Because in terms of nutrition, if the food doesn't taste good to you, you're probably not going to stick with it in terms of, you know, the physical aspects of of overall well-being and health. If you don't like the exercises, you're probably not going to stick with them in the long term. And ideally, you want to create a lifestyle you want to make it an everyday thing not necessarily uh training every single day but as far as like eating eating healthier 
Um, and in terms of just moving your body a few times a week, whether that's three times, four times or five times a week, you know, that part of it, you want to make a lifestyle to where every single week you're, you're, you're putting in the work, you're getting in, you know, the recommended amount of minutes per week in terms of exercise and cardiovascular endurance um, to strengthen your heart. And then, of course, you know, trying to clean up the eating, which, yeah, I'm guilty of not eating as clean as I should myself. But, um, yeah, man, just you got to do the research. You got to read through articles. You got to read through, you know, different books and, and, you know, or different papers that, you know, professors or um, or nutritionists write or whatever. Or even even, you know, some doctors have different takes on diet um, and exercise. But I would say ideally, obviously, it's better to look at somebody who's actually in the industry or who, you know, does have experience creating nutritional plans for athletes or somebody who maybe in terms of building muscle was, you know, in, I don't know, natural bodybuilding, or maybe they weren't, or maybe they were in just open bodybuilding in general. I don't know. But yeah, you, you need to be able to figure out like what programming is going to work best for you based on whoever you're learning from. Because, yeah, there's a lot of nonsense out there. Um, and, and, yeah, that's just how it is. So it can be overwhelming to try to find programming that works for you and your style and works in terms of your goals and what you're trying to get done. But you also have to have realistic goals. Um, and you also have to be consistent as well. Once you do find a program that you like, make sure that you're consistent with it. It's just like a job in terms of scheduling. If you don't go to work, you're not going to make the money. Um, if you don't train, you know, you're not going to get better physically. If you don't eat clean or try to clean up your diet, you're not going to burn the body fat. You're not going to, you know, clean out all the toxins, you know, within your body. Um and again, I'm no saint when it comes to diet, but yeah, I do I do know how to work from ground zero and build my way up and burn body fat. And I know how to maintain a healthy amount of body weight in general and just to stay fairly lean year round. Um, because the main thing is this is like, you know, you don't want to get overly obsessive with it, but you do want to create a healthier lifestyle. Um, but again, that's going to take finding the right sources and adapting to the right kind of plan that works for you, that works for your taste buds, that works for your schedule, um, that works for your level of fitness, whether you're a beginner or advanced. So you're really going to have to, you know, again, you're going to have to do the research and put the time in to find what works best for you because it's going to be different for every single person. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say about that aside from, well, I guess just last but not least in terms of like how I did it. Yeah, man. Um, I think I said it last episode, but yeah, I started looking at bodybuilding magazines as a kid. I found some workouts that, you know, once I figured out the movements, I liked those exercises that I was doing and I just kept doing them over time. I got a little more advanced, but then I started to look at other exercising um, curriculums or just different literature and looking at articles online 
Um, and also, yeah, just finding, in my case, bodybuilders that I that I admired in terms of their physiques. And I just looked at interviews and stuff and just w- looked at what they ate, what they did, watched some of their workouts in terms of warm ups, recoveries and even what they did during their their working sets, etc. And I just kind of took little tidbits from various different athletes. Um, even in CrossFit and even in MMA, like just looking at all the different ways that people train, um, because, yeah, you'll start to see recurring themes in terms of what people eat and how how many meals a day they have and the different types of supplements that they take and just the amount of rest and recovery. Um, and yeah, man, it's not as complicated as it may seem to, to those of you who are new to it. Um, so, yeah. Just make sure that you can find something that works for you because it's going to be different. It's going to be different for every single person. So there are there's there's no there's no cookie cutter diets per se, because, yeah, everybody has preferences, but also everybody has their physical abilities and everybody has different, you know, different needs in terms of nutrition. Um, so, yeah, man, that's pretty much that portion um, of the episode. This is, yeah, I apologize, but this is going to be a really quick episode because I'm literally, I just ordered takeout and I'm waiting for my food right now. Um, Yeah, so, but anyway, um, in terms of finance, yeah, man, it's, it's getting interesting. Um, The, the market bumped up, you know, today after completely crumbling i think what yesterday and earlier this morning but uh it ended somewhat on a high note but even still like the overall consensus in terms of like all the professional analysts and experts and everything people are still saying that rate hikes are coming more rate hikes are coming in terms of the federal reserve and that eventually we are you know getting you know a little more into, you know, just downturns and recession type uh, valuations and just performances. So, yeah, a lot of people are seeing negative returns. Um, That's just the way business is. That's just how it goes. But, yeah, um, so I want to make this really, really quick. But, yeah, I commented on uh, a finance professional's Instagram uh, earlier just because like I don't really have too many people to talk to about finance. So yeah, that's why I make these damn podcasts about it now, which is kind of annoying because I feel like everybody and their and their dad is doing it, but that's all good. Anyway, I commented on uh financial professionals uh Instagram just about the way that retail investors are kind of ignorant to what's going on and how things work. And I basically said, you know, in terms of retail investors like me and you um, that don't have as much money to work with, like people basically between that were born between the years of like 1987 and 2000, we need to understand what we're invested in because there's actual papers and research that suggests that a lot of younger people don't know what they're invested in. They don't understand the investments that they have in their portfolio. Um, that's one thing we need to work on. Another thing is how business actually works and how the, how the economy dictates our portfolio's performance, um, aside from the price we actually pay. Um, so yeah, even though you paid a certain price for it, for the stocks that you bought, for the businesses that you bought, that doesn't mean that they're going to perform 
the way that you want them to perform. There's a lot of variables involved. Um, for example, interest rates. When interest rates are high, stock prices fall because it gets more expensive for businesses to borrow money and also it gets more expensive for them to have to pay back any of the obligations that they had in the first place. Um, another thing is, Obviously, a lot of you guys already know this, but the geopolitical risk. So, you know, the risk in terms of things that happen overseas that affect American businesses as well as foreign businesses. And it just it it kind of trickles down into every every sector or every business or just every economy in terms of like the global economy. Um, looking at. um the, the the different banks all over the world um, in terms of America, looking at the Federal Reserve and how they run things and also how they influence things. They influence the market. Um, another thing younger investors need to look at is how bonds work and how bond yields influence equities. They influence investors, institutional and, re and retail investors. There's so much that goes into it. Looking at monetary policy, looking at uh, the government in terms of fiscal policy, um, looking at business cycles, economic cycles, um, looking at, you know, the peaks and the troughs um, and just the, the rebounds. Also, considering just the mathematical uh, implications of assuming that stocks will continue to rise indefinitely. That is not the case whatsoever. And I'm not a math whiz at all. I'm not even, no, I can barely do geometry. But understanding that, you know, when you look at compound interest and how it works, you know, the numbers, even if you just look at a compound interest calculator or an investment calculator, and you could type in whatever return you would want to get over a 20-year, 30-year period. And just look at those numbers, man. Business is not going to continue to grow at those rates, whether it's 10% uh, return on investment or 15% or 20% or 30% or whatever percent you're trying to get. That's not going to happen indefinitely or in perpetuity. It's just not. Businesses go through ups and downs. They go through market cycles. It's just the way it is. Like you're going to lose money on your investments sometimes. But if you're investing for the long term, you don't really have too much to worry about unless you just bought a crappy ass company. So, yeah, looking at in terms of companies that you want to pick, don't just pick based on rumors and what you hear. You have to read annual reports. You have to read 10Ks. You have to read 8Ks. You have to listen to earnings calls. Um, and you really need to understand, you know, some some of the basics in terms of accounting, financial accounting and how these businesses work. So then you can start to see, oh, this is what's happening to the businesses that are in my portfolio. And this is why these things are happening. There are so many outside forces that affect the companies that you own and the companies that you invest in. They're not always going to perform the way that you want them to just because you put money into them um, and expect a return. But anyway, I'm literally going to wrap this up because I got to go pick up um, our food so we can eat and I'm starving. So, yeah, I know it was quick. I know it's a lot of information, but hopefully you got something useful out of this. More episodes on the way. Make sure you download, rate, comment and subscribe to the podcast, man. All right. Um, per the usual, you already know who it is. 
I'm not going to say it again. I'm out.